Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstead. Hello and welcome, magic folk, to number, number, to episode number, getting words figured out here, episode number 59 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We are your hosts, who run down ramps very successfully, I think. I'm Matt, over there, who is contemplating if he is actually good at running down a ramp. Danny Oakstead. I don't run up, up I run down, or I run up them, not down <laughs> Careful there, bud. Words are hard. You're Leave living dangerously. <laughs> and then we got the Slippery Boggle himself, who will definitely fall on his ass on a ramp. Yeah, I just, I just tumble. I just tuck and roll. I thought you just slid. You can't even get traction on that. You just like step on a ramp and... Right? You just tuck and roll. (laughs) Down he goes. Well, yeah, that's us. Here we are for another episode of Amazing News, and we got a good amount of news for y'all. But before we jump into the news, let us talk about our amazing sponsors that we have in J-Dubs Sports Card and Gaming located at the West Acres Mall in Fargo, North Dakota. They have so many different magic products that you all can purchase, buy, and trade for. Uh, card sleeves, card binders, play mats, singles, packs, booster boxes. They got all that you need for Zendikar Rising, being the newest set out. And they're starting to get prepped up for Commander Legends, which has been pushed back, but still there. They can also help you getting any cards that you need graded through PSA or Beckett. Uh, you fill out a form online, send in your cards to JDubs, and then it'll get sent in and graded. It saves you a lot of money doing it that way. And finally, the next one we have the In Dice We Trust D&D podcast. They are an amazing D&D podcast of just four friends trying their best to succeed with their fates decided by a 20-sided piece of plastic. Join players April Mitchell, Finn Hopman, and Bryce Osman, and their DM, Makari Robinson-McNeese, in storytelling experience of a lifetime. They just dropped their latest episode, episode four, last Wednesday, Welcome to Brightvale. Super good episode. Uh, they're on a bi-weekly uh, release schedule. It's a, it's a funny D&D podcast of these guys going through an adventure through different courts, uh, summer court and adventure. Highly recommend for all that are looking for a good D&D podcast. And to think with all the formalities now, let's give you that breakdown of how this episode is laid out for y'all. We have the past weekend event results and upcoming events over at the Boggle Desk with JB. From there, we're going to be talking about uh, the news, lead it off by Danny. Closing off in the finance section, and then not closing off, then to the finance section, then closing off with deck of the week. Fast breakdown. Let's jump into it, eh? <laughs> Words are hard for Matt. We're going to get that made into they, a shirt, they, y'all. They are hard. You sure that's not a ramp you're trying to go down there, bud? I'm accelerating too much. <laughs> Does two steps constitute a run? Yes. Yes, it does. In this case, it's more than two steps. But yes, it still constitutes a run. So let's uh, run over to JB at the Boggle Desk. 
All right, so first up, we had a CFB Pro Showdown go down on Saturday. First place, we had Selesnia Agro. Pretty gross list. I don't like Wicked Wolf. It's a dumb card. I think we all forgot about Wicked Wolf being a thing. We did, and then I've run into it so many times, and it's just, just no, it's not fun. How do you feel about uh, your, your new favorite card, Skyclave Apparition? Yeah, I love it. It does work. It's four of in this winning deck of Selesnia Agro. Right? Same with that four Wicked Wolf. It's good stuff. So then second place, we had Red Deck Wins. Third place was Naya Ramp. Fourth place was Blue Black Control. Fifth place was Esper Doom Yorion. Sixth place was Gruel Agro. Seventh place was Gruel Agro. And eighth place was Jeskai Control. Thank God we don't have all those... uh crazy ramp decks anymore right this seems very diverse for standard right and then when you go to like the top 16 there's abzan midrange gruel mardu doom mardu doom rakdos teamer teamer and winota so gruel is the deck that shows up the most here but i don't think it's significant enough to where it's like ah it's oppressive finally <laughs> Right, so then, oh, that's, you threw me off in the notes because you wrote primer instead of premiere, and I was like, what is this primer? Oh, whoops. <laughs> I was like, what is this legacy primer that went down? This is what happens when I got to do your job for you, JB. <laughs> I just like to make you work. <laughs> I do it on purpose. Okay, so then we had a legacy premiere event on Sunday. Looks like four color something. <laughs> four color color? We'll go with that? I mean, the other C could be combo. Okay, we'll go with that? <laughs> or, oh, four color control. There we go. Because you look at the list. Sorry, I don't understand. I don't like you either. <laughs> go drink your tea and eat your fucking nasty crumpets. <laughs> Shove it up your ass. God damn it's it. Arse. What the fuck? Yeah, get it right. It's arse. If I don't you give, can say it in sh- I don't give a shit. I do what I want. <laughs> get it right. I do what I want. Come on, JB. <laughs> no. <laughs> four color control. Four color control took first place. And then the second place, we had Canadian Threshold, whatever that is. It's Canadian, so. What is Canadian Threshold? I don't know. Click on it. You got, you, got, you got the bigger screen. Okay, so you keep reading it. I'll try and figure this out. Okay, so then third place, we had Hogak. Ooh. Fourth place was Death and Taxes. Good stuff. One of my favorite decks. Fifth place, we had another four-color control. Sixth place was four-color control. Seventh place was Eldrazi Aggro. And eighth place, we had another Death and Taxes. Good stuff. So looking at that Canadian threshold, none of these cards have the keyword threshold at all in them. Those damn Canadians. <laughs> but it just looks like a it looks like a Delver deck. You got Delver of Secrets, Dreadhorde, Uro, Okos, Force of Wills, Negations, Days. So it probably is a Delver deck then. I don't know what the hell they're Canadian, Canadian thresholding. Threshold up, up. Maybe they are Canadian and they like the word threshold. Ever thought of that guys? Who Touché. likes the word threshold? That is such a weird Canadians word. are weird. 
they bring in their Molson through the threshold. That's a big thing they like to do. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> you guys are weird. So, are you ready did, to take us away expand, next there? How do they expand it? Expand what? F&M at home. Oh, you just look down to the schedule there. Oh. Because they just update the uh, on this link, they don't like. Oh, that's just. Oh, it's, no. it's still the old link. They, they just made keep it sound updating. like they like did something cool. And no, like oh, they did something cool. And no, now they I just should, update this one little portion right here. I should know better from Watsi. They don't. Should. They don't do anything cool. Come on, Jamie. I mean, they made arena and it kind of sucks. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Okay, so which one are we on? We're on the 23rd, right? Okay. Yep. Know your dates. (laughs) No, I don't want to know my dates. So I I prefer not to know names. (laughs) Makes it easier the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Okay, so that'll do it for our uh, past events and our upcoming events here. We have F&M at Home. The next one will be on the 23rd, and it will be a Momir event. Those are always fun. I might actually play this one. To those that uh, don't know what Momir is, uh, you'll have a deck of all basic lands and an emblem you can click on to discard a, to discard a card and pay X to make a token copy of a random creature card with converted mana cost X. Yeah, these are always fun. It's a good way to, like break away from the mold of typical standard i haven't been playing a lot of arena so i don't know if i'd be able to do i don't know if i'd be doing this fnm but for those out there that want to do it momir hit him up yeah literally hit him uh no (laughs) punch him right in the face okay so coming up on saturday at 5 a.m cdt wherever that is Welcome we'll, to we'll the Time to ask, Zones yeah, podcast. We'll have to ask this week in Time Zones, and they'll tell us. We'll get back to you on that. Those guys are pretty knowledgeable on that. They take <laughs> they take a minute. They have fun stories that lead you there, but they'll get you the news you need on Time Zones. Yes, it's it's actually not boring, believe it or not. As what much time as you zone? Think it would be. I wasn't listening to you clearly. <laughs> oh, Danny. Are you playing uh, Candy Crush nope. over there? He's playing his bejeweled. I don't play Candy Crush. <laughs> get it right. It's Jewel Chaser. It's Bejeweled, damn it. That was like two th- 2000s, early 2000s. I like to relive my childhood. Leave was, me alone. It was so 10 years ago. We're on this new game. Well, what, what are you talking about? That's like almost 30 years or 20 years ago. Right. You guys are old. I am. I'm very old. <laughs> okay, so. Red Bull Untapped. Yes, Red Bull Untapped. <laughs> the Week of Wings <laughs> Qualifier. Multi-format event with an amazing prize pool offering the final slot into the Red Bull Untapped World Finals. It's free to play. Invite only. Format standard historic. You got to register. So why does it say invite only? Uh, This is because like participating in Red Bull previously would get you to this invites. Oh yeah, that's right. Duh, we covered that last week. (laughs) (sighs) Goldfish brain, okay? I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. JB, you're struggling, boy. I am. You're struggling with words, and I'm just plain struggling. Shows your age. It does. Yeah, you can remember, he is 30 now. Yes, I am old. <laughs> but apparently they have a 5,000 player cap, and only 697 people so far have enrolled. So I guess if you can do it, 
I mean, there's, there's invite only. <laughs> there's definitely room. I mean, uh. <laughs> so yeah, it sounds like a fun time. Do it up. Go for it. And I guess that'll take care of our upcoming events. So now we pass it off to Danny over there, who needs to put the Candy Crush down. <laughs> he's Fuck like, you guys. He's, he's like, what? I just lost my oh. spot. <laughs> he didn't get his combo there. Hey. I'm still looking at blog <laughs> talks. Leave me alone. If what, you don't even have one picked yet. No, I do. Oh, I was gonna... <laughs> Hey, if one of us struggles, we all struggle, okay? That's how this works. We go as a team. Yay, teamwork. No, screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> screw you I'm guys. Going I'm going home. I'm telling mom. Mom. Kitty ate my cheesy poops. Anyway, uh, so this week's blog talk comes from Ghostly Miracle Werewolf. Asked, is it possible we see a version that the front and back of a Pathway Land card is interchangeable? I think this should be a 20-card cycle instead of a 10-card cycle. Mark replies back, I'm spectacle, or, I'm spectacle, we'll see the mirror versions of the pathways. So, what were the good pathways? I mean, all the pathways are good pathways, you know. They... I think the, the one getting the most play right now is the blue-black one, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I play the white-black one because I'm cool. Yeah, the fact that it's getting reversed, yeah. I don't know if it makes much sense to have it reversed. Right? Reverse, reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Cha-cha again. Turn it out. There we go. There is our blogatog. Okay, well, we have an update for our European listeners. Card Market, a big uh, car, uh, TCG selling site has uh, overseas, has now gone to having pounds sterling to Card Market. So what does this mean for Card Market? Put simply, all UK accounts made starting today, which was uh, the 12th of October, starting today, will operate using pound sterling instead of euros. This will be able to deposit, uh, people will be able to deposit directly from their GBP bank accounts without going through any conversions, and all purchases they make on the website will be done in pound sterling, even if they buy from euro users. This means that card market will handle currency conversions on site. Euro, euro users, God, that one's hard to say. Euro users will only see euro prices and pound sterling users will only see pound prices. Conversion rates will be updated daily and can be manually manually updated in the event there is a big shift and conversion fees have already been applied to the price you see. Simply put, the price of a pound sterling user see on euro users offer. <laughs> oh my god. Euro users is the price they pay in pounds sterling, and the same is true for Euro users. God, there's the episode title right there. Right there, Euro users. Woof. Oh, I thought we were ramping. 
Cramping? Cramping what? I ran! <laughs> oh my god, that is ramping. <laughs> I got banned. Back down, JB. <laughs> Uh, you can see the current raw conversion rates Card Market uses on their help page. We'll link to the full article below. But uh, yeah, UK and European users, you now like is this is this something that's big important? What does this mean for you? If you could reach out to us, I think that'd be great, and we could get some insight on this conversion changing and them having pounds sterling as compared to only euro. Yeah, email us. We'd love to talk about your response in three weeks. Yes. Next in the news, we have... The SCG Tour Tabletop is going on indefinite hiatus. Thank you, COVID. Good stuff. We had the uh, the thanks Obama, and now we just got thanks COVID. Right. Let's make those memes a thing, people. Sad day. Okay, so little blippets from the article here. Uh, COVID-19 forced the tabletop tour to be placed on temporary hiatus back in March, but unfortunately seven months have now passed, and they still have no idea when large gatherings are going to be possible. So until that time comes, they've officially changed the SCG tour's hiatus from temporary to indefinite due to the ongoing uncertainty. Looks like they had talked about transferring um, outstanding championship event qualifiers to the arena platform. Um, But then they decided to wait on it. So it doesn't sound like they're going to be doing that anymore. They're still going to be having their online tour series that they got, but just not their tabletop. Uh, It doesn't seem like anything's come from... Nope. How they're figuring that part out. Yep. And looks like any outstanding purchase Star City Games open free entry vouchers will either be honored once such events are again possible or fully refunded. It's a request that we... Uh, God damn it, now I'm struggling. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Actually, words are hard. Right? To request a refund for any purchase Star City Games open free entry vouchers now please email customer service at starcitygames.com. They'll be happy to take care of that for you. So if any of you lucky listeners have done that, go get your refund. Well, now that uh, JB has struggled words long enough, <laughs> we'll move along. Um, <laughs> Secret Lair, Extra Life 2020. It is, this, it is that time of year again. Wizard of the Coast is proud to proud to be raising funds for Extra Life, benefiting Seattle's Children's Hospital, and you can help. Um, This year, they have the Secret Lair Extra Life 2020. It includes Teferi's Protection. It's one white, two colorless instance. Until your next next turn, your life total can't change. You gain protection from everything. All permanents you control phase out. Exile Teferi's Protection. And then we have the one-drop artifact, Amulet of Vigor. Whenever a permanent enters battlefield tapped under your control, untap it. No more paying, paying to life for a land. Or your shock lands. Or even or your, your fetch uh, lands. Yeah, your Karoo lands. Yep. Or uh, what's... Um, triomes. What's that Ooh, 2020 yeah, guy? 
Uh, there's that legendary land. It's like 20 or 10, 10, 15, 15, like a big guy. Um, I think, uh, who plays it? God, it's one of our in, play groups. In Commander? Modern. Modern. There's a big land. Oh, are you talking about uh, Merit Lage? I think so. That's not modern legal. Yeah. Well, then it is commander. But it doesn't. But it doesn't enter tapped. Yeah. It just it enters just with counters. ice counters. Oh yeah, on this it. was. Um, there's another thing that good old dark depths. Oh, just... I was um. Well, anyways, it'd be more of your. Maybe it was a grim. Um, what's a grim? The artifact. Grim monolith. Yeah, there we go. That comes untapped. And then you get untap it. Tap for another what two or three? Anyway, moving on. Uh, we have collected company. It's a one green, three colors instant. Look at the top six cards in the library. Put up to two creature cards for mana cost three or less. From among them onto the battlefield, put the rest in bottom of your library in the order. The art on that is sweet. Just gonna say that right now. Yeah. Yep. yep. A Johnny with a cub and then his pride behind him. With four warriors. Awesome. We'll cover the art specifically here in a second. It was sweet. Uh, then we have Constricted Sphinx. It's two blue, four colors. Uh, flying, when an opponent draws a card, you may draw two cards. Again, um, this is proceeds are going to the Seattle's Children's Hospital. Um, this box will cost you $60. Uh, Wizards of the Coast will donate 30 of that to the Extra Life. Also, along these cards, there are playmats with all of the card arts, except for, well, there's all of them. Oh, yeah, there's only four. But, yeah, the playmats are pretty sweet. They also have um, an uncut sheet uh, auction going on from the 29th of October to the November 7th. And That'll be at ebay.com slash watsy charity. Yep. Ooh, they even have a Mystery Booster Convention Edition sheet. Which is probably going to get a lot of people in on that one. Right? Fifth edition rares and lands. But yeah, that's... I don't know how much further you want to go into it, but yeah. They also have an arena sleeve. Yep. It has... uh, like a, a very cartoony looking Ajani on a rope with uh, the Extra Lives 2020 logo on it with a Hedron down in the bottom left. Yep, and you can even get that on a playmat with a bunch of signatures. Yeah. It's actually uh, a pretty cool playmat. And the shirts are also nice. It comes in like a nice dark gray with that Ajani logo, or the symbol on the front, and then the Planeswalker logo on the back right under your right between your shoulder blades. Right. And, and you can get a sticker. And you can get any of the Extra Life uh, logo swag and stuff at the MTG Pro Shop. So the thing about the art on these cards now is all these cards are depicting children. Uh, Teferi's Protection has Teferi playing with his daughter, uh, throwing her up in the air and catching her, and she's all giggly and stuff. Uh, Collected Company shows a Johnny with a bunch of young Khajiits. No, no, not not Khajiits. <laughs> Crossing over right. too many worlds right they, now. They don't have coin. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, with a bunch of different like pr- uh, uh, pride mates, uh, whatever the the cats are called, uh, has uh, the four, and then Ajani like mentoring them and playing with one that's trying to play, be part of it, but they're too small. Amulet of Vigor has a kid checking out uh, an amulet that they're wearing, and concentrated concentrated sphinx is on top of a mountain. <laughs> And uh, playing with a bunch of kids. So it's very kids-orientated uh, with this card because, you know, it's extra lives. And uh, Neil Rad in the chat says, hashtag Skyrim MTG cards. Don't tempt Watsy, man. They will probably do that. It'll right? Be... They did The Walking Dead. Why not? Yep. There's nothing about name dropping. It's, but, your, it's your screen name right there. But uh, Skyrim, though, I can actually see within the... Right, Watsy world, the fantasies of it. Yeah, I mean, because it's meshing. it's you're looking. Well, it's just like the the Vikings, the upcoming Vikings. It right. could basically be that is Skyrim. Right, it's Vikings going against dragons. Good shit. Ur dragon reprint. Heard here first, folks. <laughs> Conspiracies. But yeah, if they did, if they did a Skyrim crossover. That would be kind of cool. Uh, finally, not finally, next up, we have Arena State of the Game. Last Tuesday, October 13th, Wizards on their uh, archives page had their Arena State of the Game. A new dawn, a new adventure is what it is titled. They, It says, uh, quote, There's a lot to explore in the world of Zendikar, particularly when it's expanding... Uh, when an expedition of adventurers triggers the ancient magical defenses of long-lost bastions built by the ancient core emperor, causing them and their hidden treasures to rise once more. Stretch your legs, gather your party, and keep your wits and limbs about you because the Festival of Adventures is about to begin. So October 24th through the 26th, we have Cascade Singleton. The 26th through the 29th is Zendikar World Tour Pre-Constructed Decks. November 1st through the 4th is Mastermind. November 7th through the 12th is On Edge. And these will all be in the uh, Festival Series drop-down tab when you uh, log in. Uh, These events will allow you to explore the hidden depths and soaring skyclaves that make up Zendikar and earn you some cool in-game cosmetic rewards along the way. Things kick off October 17th with the World Tour, allowing you to pick and play with seven locally and substantially sourced Zendikar tech lists. Wow. Locally and sustainably sourced Zendikar. Yeah, I digress. Uh, in addition to the Uncovering Zendikar Rising showcase card styles for your collection, you'll also be able to gather some words of wisdom along the way in the form of new text emotes for your collection. And then they have for a limited time, if you prefer to proceed in an orderly left-to-right fashion, you still have plenty of important discussion decisions ahead of you. In addition to Zendikar Rising, we'll be adding multiple stops to our premier drafting iter- uh, itinerary for those of you who prefer group tours across the multiverse. So this is the upcoming premiere and quick draft schedule. First off, premiere. September 17th through the winter of 2020 is Zendikar Rising. October 23rd through the 30th is Throne of Eldraine. October 30th through the 6th is Theros Beyond Death. November 6th through the 13th is Aquaria Lair of Behemoths. During those times is the Premier Drafts, which is the best of threes. 
and then the upcoming quick draft schedule between October 16th and June 30th. I want to say that that's typo because between October 16th and June 30th is Theros Beyond Death. And then October 30th through November 12th is Zeneca Horizon. I'm going to guess maybe they mean October October 30th. 30th. And then also we have, again, the Arena Open is coming to Arena. Uh, No way. Whoa. Who'd have thunk it? No, I thought it was coming to YouTube. Uh, Eventually. You can win up to $2,000 in the Arena Open. No pre-qualification needed, and it begins October 31st at 8 a.m. So they're closing the month with that. The fine prints, you must be 18 years or older to participate. Regional eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. Uh, receiving monetary re- rewards requires having or creating a Wizards, DCI, or iPayouts account. Uh, if you're playing Arena, you already got that. Refer to the official TNC to, for complete details. Links down in the show notes. So uh, they're going to be returning to standard construction for constructed for this event. And for those of you with your eyes on the prize, keep your sideboard handy because this time you'll be able to qualify for day two by playing either best of one or best of three, which is a big thing. Previously, it was all best of one. If you recall back in May, two of our three key pillars of the event was both ease of access and to create competitive experience. While most of our players opt for best of one matches in arena, we know some of our players prefer the best of three structure when it comes to high level competitive play. So why not both? So the day one format is going to be like this, best of one or best of three standard uh, starting at 8 a.m. Signups end November 1st at 4 a.m. You still have a few hours to complete your current run. You won't be able to join after this deadline. And then the event ends at 7 a.m. Then there is a list of uh, event record of seven or three for best of one or in best of three, if your event is four or one, you get a bunch of different prizes accordingly. Cover that. Now, look in the description down below for that. Day two is November 1st at 6 a.m. The signups end November 1st at 9 a.m. You'll have until the event ends to complete your matches, but you must join during this two-hour window. This is strictly best of three standard constructed event records of seven wins or two losses, whichever comes first. Now, big news in Kaladesh Remastered coming to Arena. Reinvent yourself, Kaladesh Remastered. So, big hint as to what's coming November. Kaladesh Remastered is scheduled to arrive next month, and since certain archaeological digs will be able to excavate this information, we decided to save you the trouble of pulling out your pickaxes. Starting November 5th, players will have the option to pre-order Kaladesh Remastered for a special deal on packs, player draft tokens, and in-game cosmetics. This is what you can get for a total of $29.99. You get 10 Kaladesh Remastered booster packs, three draft tokens, a playset of four copies of Aether Hub, and then one Aether Hub alternative art card style. You get all that for 30 bucks. And then we already covered the Extra Life. Uh, they're going to be streaming Saturday, November 7th on twitch.tv magic, where they're going to be doing fundraisers and stuff. 
the sleeve specifically uh, that we were talking about on Arena is going to be available from November 6th to the 9th for $3.99. And now we're in the cleanup step of this article that reads, Adventures Awaits in the October game update will be lifting off this Thursday, October 22nd, this last week, coming up this week. Uh, keep an eye on our status page for scheduled maintenance times. And as always, follow on MTG underscore arena for the latest news and updates. Wow, we just ran through that one real fast. I'm happy with that one. Right. That was <clears throat> clean, concise. Boom. Done. Done. Okay, so next up we have Commander Legend Hints. That came out in a video today from Gavin Verhey. The link is down below if you want to watch the video. Otherwise, we can summarize it for you. Uh, the first one is a ghost of popular legendary creature. Hmm. Yeah, so it'll be uh, the card will be like ghost of the example that Gavin gave was Squee. So ghost of Squee, though it's not going to be Squee. Yeah, because he's immortal. Correct. What do you think it'll be? Well, with Commander Legends, uh, big commander-y things. What would be a good one? Niv, was it? No, he already got reborn. <laughs> yeah, right? He's he's good. He's good. Oh, Soren? No. Soren's still alive. Yeah. You mean Gideon? Maybe Gideon. Gideon's dead. Could be Gideon. Uh, can't be Elspeth. She's back alive. She conquered death. And it can't be Soren because, you know, he's not a vampire. <laughs> what? <laughs> to those that want to find out why Soren's not a vampire, <laughs> join the Discord, read the Soren's not a vampire tab to to see our amazing Wade97's storytelling skills on that. It's really good. It's worth it. <laughs> right. Anyway, we'll wait until next week to figure out that one. What's the next hint? Okay, the next one is art that has only been on an MTGO card. This is specifically for cards that get printed in like the vintage master sets on MTGO. Well, you forget they have the online only promos too. That as well. One of those. We don't know which one, but one of those are getting printed into a physical card form. You control opponents while something the example that they gave for this was something like mindslaver but it's not mindslaver it's a new take on that that's that could be interesting next one is one new two returning mechanics that makes sense one new two returning no just yeah so there's uh, I, I wrote this quick so it's three mechanics are going to be in the set oh one well then put a comma in there use grammar coming from the guy <laughs> that doesn't even add to the show notes right so there's three mechanics one new two returning one of which was only shown on one plane you could have been able to paraphrase this better if you watched the video yourself no he scares me. It's under three minutes. He scares me. <clears throat> He's creepy. He's got long fingers. What's next? <laughs> Familiars. Right over my head. <laughs> That's what's next. Familiars. All right, what's after that? 
Well, after that is a creature type that hasn't been printed in 20 years. And uh, specifically, no, it is not Changeling that was put on the video. Well, and Changeling was just in Modern Horizons, wasn't it? I think I yep. think they're not referring to like Changeling being any a type. Maybe, yeah, I bet that's. It, what it specifically was. says a creature type that hasn't been printed in twenty years, Matt. Changeling was just printed in Modern Horizons. Okay, forgive me. Watch the video. It <laughs> says something about Changelings on there that I can't fully remember. <laughs> you wouldn't have to. You'd be able to argue this better if you watched the video. But he, he scares me. <laughs> okay. And with that, I think we're going to jump now into the finance section. Will we, though? Or are we going to run into it? Down a ramp? Right on into it? A ramp! A way to blow everyone's eardrums. (laughs) Sorry, y'all out there. (laughs) Cha-ching! So... Let's jump into the weekly winners, where we read off of mtgstocks.com. Every week, they come out with an amazing article on Fridays, where they talk about week, uh, three to five cards that have seen a significant impre- in- increase in price. And then at the end of the article, they talk about some uh, top three cheap pickups, where you can get some cards that have decreased in the, pa- in the past week. It's very good. It's an article we go off of. <laughs> it's a bad read. But we're sticking to it. Let's jump to the number one winner, which is Skyclave Apparition. Yeah. This is one of JB's favorite cards that came out in Zendikar Rising. As of Friday, it was $6, but now it has moved up to $7.50. Skyclave Apparition is white, white, one for a 2-2 core spirit. It enters the battlefield, exile up to one target non-land permanent you don't control with converted mana cost four or less. When Skyclave Apparition leaves the battlefield, the exile card's owner creates an XX blue illusion creature token where X is the converted mana cost of the exiled card. Fun story. You can do shenanigans like with Fiend Hunter with this. Yeah, you get the you get the full you get exile to exile stuff. it but then well it full exiles it no matter what but you get to exile it but then they don't get the token yeah for those that know the how to like stack the triggers with like o-ring that o-ring thing that was very popular same thing it's pretty cool i had someone do it to me and i was pissed off and i was like this is this is this is a good thing this is, this is a sweet idea so this card is played in Legacy, Modern, and Standard, and it it is an established archetype in Death and Taxes and Spirits, and both of those are very popular in those as well. Um, in Legacy, the D&T builds seem to have completely replaced Council's Judgment with Skyclave Apparitions. It's because this card is friggin' dope, man. You can I'm... bile this in, which yep. is super big. I'm just glad that I got mine for $2 a piece and I got my playset. It is noted here, uh, as of Friday, the pre-release foils of them are cheaper at $3.31. So let's double check. $4.31. $4, yep, $4. Report truthfully. Matt can't say words or read words. Well, unfortunately, pre-release cards are 12 bucks right now. You are not able to get them. Prices have changed. Because at the time of this article coming out on Friday, we record Monday, prices will have changed. 
this is one of those moments where they have changed. It'd be sweet to have the extended art foils of these, though. Fork over the money. Right. In here, they have a couple lists of death and taxes for modern and legacy, if you are interested. As always, links for the weekly winners are going to be in the show notes down below. Next in the weekly winners, we have Trade Routes, which has seen a 35% increase, now sitting at $8.12 as of Friday. Uh, today, you can get them for around 8 bucks or $6.30. Trade Routes is a card that has been printed in Marcadian Masks and 8th Edition and 9th Edition. It is Blue 1 Enchantments that has an activated ability of pay any color, return target land you control to its owner's hand, or another one that has pay one, discard a land, draw a card. Uh, this version we're specifically talking about is the Mercadian Masks version that has seen the increase. 8th edition and 9th edition are both pretty low comparatively. But this has seen some uh, uptick because of Mystic Sanctuary from Throne of Eldraine enabling combos in EDH and in uh, Legacy, some fringe decks there, but Time Warp, Trade Routes, Mystic Sanctuary gets you infinite turns, and it's a fun thing to do. <laughs> Is it, though? Uh, Maybe. I don't do it, so. Next, finally, on the weekly winners, this one is special for one reason. And one reason only. We'll cover that in a second. But the card is sort of the Animist. It has seen a 33% increase, now sitting at $12.80 as of Friday. Sword of the Animist is a two-drop legendary artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one. Whenever equipped creature attacks, you may search your library for a basic land card, put it on the battlefield tap, then shuffle your library. It has a quip of two. This card has moved way up in price since the beginning of September. It's jumped out of everyone's way, I guess, you know. And uh, what brings this up is because um, one thing about the Weekly Winners article is if you see something that uh, MTG Stocks should probably report about, you can tweet at them at MTG at, at MTG Peter and tell them about a card. This card, Sword of the Animist, was tossed out by none other than that at this week in MTG Twitter brought it to their attention, and it made it on the weekly winners. So, a.k.a. us. Yeah, us. Those that don't know. We are this week in MTG. So, yeah, this is a card that's still, like, 12 to 13 bucks. Uh, the cheapest version that you can find is the Mystery Booster of it, and it's $11.19. And if you're looking for these locally, as far as I know, I know Josh had a bunch of them at the shop. And so, if you want to pick them up. J-Dubs, Sports Card and Gaming. Yes, pick them up. I'm sure he'd be glad to offload them. So what makes this uh, super important, like, has really made this scene increases with Zenicar coming out. You got a bunch of Landfall uh, landfall Matters cards, and this triggers it pretty nicely while also giving a nice buff. It's a solid EDH card. Here's a little added part into the weekly winners <laughs> called the Let's Meme It Up, where they talk about a couple cards that have seen 
weird price increases for unbeknownst reasons. First off, Field Thieves Guild Enforcer, the promo pack version of it, <laughs> jumped up to $504. Uh, quote, this card was listed at $999.99, skewing the average. So move along. Nothing to see here. If you're willing to pay $500 for the card, I'm sure you can find plenty of p- people willing to part with it for that price. The market price is still below $5. This goes for the regular printing of this card. Rogues are pretty popular, though, and Thieves Guild Enforcer is definitely a card in the deck. The regular vo- version costs $5.01, and the extended art is $9.93 for the normal version and thirteen seventeen for the foil. I suggest picking one up of those instead. Are you sure it's a card in the deck? Yeah. Are you sure? Reread that paragraph, Matt. Yeah. Wait, which one? You sure? Are you sure it's sure? It's card. You sure? You sure it's a card in the deck? Which which sentence here? I'm sure you can find plenty of people willing to part with <laughs> it. This also goes for the regular printing. Rogues are pretty popular, and these is definitely a key card in the deck. Is that what you're looking for? Key card in the deck? Yes. No, it's definitely a card in the deck. Words are hard. Back <laughs> off. Next up in the meme section here, there's a card. I did not know about this. It's called Walking Dead. Walking Dead is black one for... Let's look at the uh, change version. It is a creature zombie 1-1 with black regenerate Walking Dead. It came out only in... Legends. Legends. We need to ban it. Get it out of here. Walking Dead. It's too powerful. Way too powerful. So this is not like one of the Walking Dead cards that got printed. Um, Quote here, it's in the article, it says, quote, over 100% increase of a common from Legends, and it isn't even on the reserve list. I do not know for sure why this card went up, but I think it's fair to uh, it is a fair educated guess that it has to do with the notorious secret lair, the walking dead box. Many people who order the box want to have this card with it as well. For some reason last week, the sale closed and we can now take a look at the single price from the box with a grand total of $210 and 88. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I think that's 200. It's supposed to be $210 and 88 cents, but it's like, Two one zero comma eight eight, making me think that he it's... just had a typo. Fat fingered. Yep, that's what I'm saying. So two hundred ten dollars eighty eight cents. You're making it hard for Matt to read this. But we'll just have to wait to see how these prices will move once the boxes are actually shipped and singles hit the market. When regarding when reading social media, you may have noticed that all the secret layer take up favor. Secret layers take forever to ship. Uh, we'll probably cover that here in a second. Matt, not read good. <laughs> Calm down, Wade97. I'm working on it. <laughs> he can't tell time either. I... Oh, shit. Uh, Rick is currently pre uh, is currently selling at $32.99. About to get banned. Daryl is selling around $26. Glenn, $27. Michonne, $27. Negan, $34. The treasure tokens are going for ten bucks a pop, and the walker tokens are going for ten bucks a pop. I like how you rounded those two up, but the rest he just lowered them. Right? Okay, so yeah, Negan thirty-five, Michonne twenty-eight, Glenn twenty-eight, Daryl twenty-seven, 
Rick33. Better there we go. Better there, Danny. Good job. Good well, job. Look at the 99 cents. You see 999. It's like, oh, that's easier to just round right up. He, he can I'm math. Reading. So can everything else at 99 cents. <laughs> right? Let's talk about them cheap pickups. <laughs> Fine. I guess is this, we will. Is, it, is this one $5 or 535 I don't know. What would it round to? T- take it up with JB. <laughs> this is his part. <laughs> okay. So first up, we have Paradox Engine. Sitting at five dollars and thirty-four cents, record low and bottomed out. How I hate this card! It's like almost saying it's almost a hundred dollars, a little bit more than a hundred dollars. Mind you, guys, Paradox Engine is not legal in EDH. I guess if you want to do some pioneer or modern or legacy shenanigans, maybe. Yeah, Dice Factory. It's stupid. Just saying. <laughs> right. Uh, there is one. One deck in Legacy for this. We won't cover it. Link's in the description down below. Good. So next up, we have Council's Judgment, the Double Masters print. Sitting at $2.32. It has bottomed out. This has been kicked out by Skyclave Apparition. So, yep. <laughs> Legacy Way players. Card. Legacy players do not want this card anymore. They'd rather have Skyclave Apparition. And then last but not least... I hate to see this. I really hate to see this. Because I have stock in this one. <laughs> no, no, have, this is good. We have Jace the Mind Sculptor. The Double Masters print. Sitting at $50.75. Record low and bottoming out. See, that's good. Now it's going to go back up. Yeah, you can get you can get the Double Masters version online for 45 bucks. Yeah, it better go back up. Uh, on TCG Player, the lowest you can find right now is for 42 Card Kingdom, you can get it for 54 all that is a good price. This is a card where, again, the price, like, think of it this way. The price memory of this card, let's go with just, like, Eternal Masters version. All-time high of that card was $147. We talked about this last week with Force of Will. Get these now. <laughs> yep. Yes, buy them. Drive the price up, please. <laughs> it's, it, you don't even need to buy them dri- dri- driving the price up. If you got, like, an extra $200 to get the playset of this card... And, and and you don't play blue in any manner. You buy this, trade wait, bait. Wait a month, trade it away. You're gonna get your value right? way That's more why than I what you to put go in. Back up, so trade I can trade bait. it. That's why I still have my modern uh, twenty-five sitting in my binder. Right. Waiting, waiting for it to go back up. Well, I'm playing with mine in the meantime, but I still got a World Wake Jace. Happy about. Well, whale. You want a cookie? Yeah, fucking whale. I will gladly take a cookie. And speaking of cookie, meaning sweet good things, closing off the, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so at the end of the cheap pickups, I want to point out if you want to get these cards, like keep a, a nice eye on them to see how they're going to get, uh, if they get lower or any other card, not just the cheap pickups, go check out TCG Sniper. They are an amazing resource where you can inputs a card from tcg player into tcg sniper set a desired condition a price of what you want the card to be reaching you will get notified when that card reaches that price uh, you will get uh, an email a text message or a discord notification about that you click the link you buy the card you, you sniped out the price as soon as it happened like this is a great way for you to be going out and saving money on this go check them out last thing with tcg sniper we 
we have recorded an episode with the creators of TCG Sniper, Jonathan and Penguin. That episode will be coming out later this week, so keep close to your news feed to make sure you get updated when that gets released. Yeah, man. Yes. So a uh, quick update with uh, expensive pickups. If you want to be picking cards up for super expensive, Chromium. Get you, go get yourself some Flagstones of Trokir. FBI wiretap and Wade 97. You want your wallet to hurt? Pick those up. Those hurt a lot because those things were super cheap. And then all of a sudden, people realize cleansing wildfire in this card is a draw ramps combination. Pick those right? up. That'll hurt your no, wallet. No, get in the get in the festive season. Pick up All Hallows Eve. I mean, yeah. If you want, if you want to get Hallows, it, it's yeah, a, All Hallows Eve. It is a reserve list card. Go pick up some All Hallows Eve as it's well. Three hundred fifty-seven dollars. It's a sorcery back from Legends. That says, I'm Jack Skellington. I'm the Pumpkin King. I win the fucking game. <laughs> no, it does not say that. Well, it should. Damn it. We'll take it up with the writers of the card then, damn it. I will. Deck of the Week, brought to us by JB. Isn't it always? Uh, not when you're not here. But yes, we have Deck of the Week uh, brought to us by well not by jb jb found it this week's deck of the week is called zombie hordes mill infect tokens poison counters and control oh my this does everything and so much more it is a modern deck the creator of the deck is orvos okay so to start it off with what this deck is supposed to do it has a bunch of creatures, 21 creatures. We have two new glass pool mimics, which is the clone creature that also can be a land. So uh, glass pool mimic, Gleaming Overseer. It is a one from War of the Spark. Black, blue, one for a 1-4 zombie wizard. It ETBs you a mass one, and then zombie tokens you control have Hexproof and Menace. It has four grave crawlers. For Phyrexian Crusaders, where this is where your infect comes in through. Uh, Phyrexian Crusader for those is Black Black 1 for a 2-2 zombie knight with first strike, pro red and white, and has infect. Then you have, the, there's three soul diviners, another card from War of the Spark. Black Blue for a 2-3 zombie wizard. Tap, remove a counter from an artifact, creature, land, or planeswalker you control, draw a card. And then... Finally, we have four Undead Alchemist. This is a card from Innistrad. It is blue three zombie for a four two. If a zombie you control would deal combat damage to a player, instead that player puts that many cards from the top of their library into their graveyard. Whenever a creature card is put into an opponent's graveyard from his or her library, exile that card and make a two two zombie creature token onto the battlefield. So a bunch of zombies, which is leads up lives up to the the zombie hordes name here yeah because all these zombies all the creatures are zombies and if you have undead alchemist out hitting your milling making more zombies uh in the sorcery section we have callous dismissal another card from war of the spark blue one sorcery return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand and you amass one and then another card in the sorceries four of uh, Scar Scale Ritual 
hybrid Demir one sorcery as an additional cost to cast it. You put a neg one counter on a creature you control, and then you draw two cards. Interesting. So I think this is supposed to pair well with like Soul Diviner. You put an egg one counter on a creature you control, and then you can tap Soul Diviner to draw another card. So for two mana, you can essentially get three cards if you have Soul Diviner out. Matt, Matt's getting roasted in the in, in Wait, the chat. Hold on, hold on, banned. banned. <laughs> Why do I play Grixis? <laughs> Next, we have instance. <laughs> All star drown in the lock, and then four, uh, four of that, four Malker rebirths. In the artifact section, we have four Basilisk collars, which is a one-drop artifact equipment. Equipped creature has Death Touch and Life Link, and equipped for two. And then this one's spicy. This is a card I like: Trepanation Blade, three. Mana for an artifact equipment, two to equipped. A uh, creature attacks, defending player reveals cards from the top of their library till they reveal a land card. The creature gets plus one, plus O oh for each card revealed this way, and then they mill those cards. There are four Dreadhorde invasions for this deck. And then in the land section, Jesus. I don't know why. Okay, so I think I think this is a person that believes that the uh, the modal double face cards can be counted as lands here because they only have thirteen lands of four clear water pathways, three islands, and six swamps. I personally believe that that is a wrong choice, and you definitely want to be up in that land count, even though you have these MDFCs. But uh, yeah. This is just trying to drop zombies out. Not much for recursion here. I mean, you got Malker Rebirth. I mean, you could probably get um, Unearth in here as well as another option instead of maybe the Basilisk Collar. I think, actually, you'd want to be changing the Basilisk Collar and the Trepanation Blade to lands. Change all those to lands. Get those in there. And then uh, work things around there. But this deck looks pretty fun. JB brought it up to us. What made this catch your eye, sir? The title. It's little things that catch his eyes. Right. Although you can't see very high. But yeah, as this deck is supposed to be pumping out things, there's no real... Like, with this, I'd probably want to have, like, a zombie lord of sorts as well to just, like, help push through damage, whether it be through Frexian Crusader or Undead Alchemist. Like, you could have... uh, the Innistrad Lord. Uh, people are screaming at their headphones and stuff right now. It is black one, black blue one for a two two zombies. You can no. Uh, whenever a zombie you control dies, each opponent loses life. You gain life, and then all zombies you control have death touch. Can't remember what his name is, but that one would be an okay addition. But yeah, this deck looks pretty sweet. Description down below. But it, it's definitely got ways to improve. I mean, you can. It's got so many things it's trying to do. Basically, just pick one and hone in on it. I think any deck that has Grave Crawler and now with Malachir Rebirth, I really like Malachir Rebirth. This is like your your Unearth style card that can be like your six to eight copies of it. Unearth is super powerful. 
And especially if you're going to be like self-milling, like that could be a, a way that you go into this is like self-milling yourself too. But, you know, they're looking to put more onto the board because you have these amass cards with Gleaming Overseer, Dreadhorde Invasion. Maybe they could have uh, Enter the God Eternals. There we go. But there is Deck of the Week. And with that, that comes to the end of another episode of This Week in MTG. Thank you guys for listening till the very end. You're all true magic legends. It's greatly appreciated that you made it here. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and on uh, Discord. Jump in and join in the Discord where we record the podcast live now every Monday nights. And then you can have fun with us in the chat. A lot of this stuff is not going to be making it into the actual episode, but you can join in, have fun, uh, make fun of Grixis decks and all that. Make fun of Matt. Get live banned by Danny for calling him <laughs> another name. I would say it, but I don't want Danny to leave the room. <laughs> so join there. If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, feedback of any sorts, hit us up on any of those uh, any of those platforms, or you can send us an email at thisweekendmtg at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe so that way you can make sure that you see when the episodes come live on the podcasting platform of your choice, whether it be Spotify, Google, iTunes, Stitcher, a bunch of others. I know we're out there. Uh, Episodes are up every Tuesday. And with that, do we got anything else to say? Don't let your friends play Grixis. If you weren't server, if you if you weren't an admin, that would change your name too. But <laughs> and with that, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. See ya. That says, I'm Jack Skellington. I'm the Pumpkin King. I win the fucking game.